Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 18 of Pals in Your Pocket. Man, I hope everything's going good with everyone out there. For me, it's been a rough week. I've been really stretching myself thin, I guess you could say, but part of upping your limitations is first bumping up against those and forcing them to become greater. We all have to make something greater of ourselves first in order to make our life better and i think it starts inside they teach that in buddhism well i'm not sure exactly with buddhism but i know they teach it in certain eastern philosophies and even the christian religion is more about making yourself improvements before judging others and saying things should be a certain way i guess it's more along the lines of the golden rule if you don't hold yourself to those same standards don't try to hold other people to those standards do unto others as you would have them do unto you right my friends that's how i see it anyway okay well let's talk about what we're gonna get into today this is a pretty good uh topical subject uh type of pod type of podcast I have uh, 5G wireless signals. I want to talk a little bit about the legal drinking age, the Pythagorean theorem, th- sorry, Pythagorean theory of music, and I might get into computers. I hope to have a uh, good friend on a later episode to talk more about computers who works with them and actually has certifications in how to fix those computers. But uh, for now, I could tell you a little bit about what I know and Just for anybody who's wondering, I did go to college for a little bit to learn about computer maintenance, but unfortunately never actually achieved getting my certification. One day I plan to try again. Uh, For right now, I've got other things I'm trying to get together and work on, but I think life is all about the goals that you set for yourself and not giving up on them, even if that means doing it years and years later. Like Maybe you can give up on it for a little while because... Well, I think the old uh, saying, if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. Like, I think for some people that is a little more true than others, but I think to a certain extent, and it is at least to an extent to where we could all relate to one another on it, it is true because we all have plans and at a certain point in life or maybe throughout all our lives, which is, uh, I think, probably the case for me and some of my loved ones, uh, it's true. Uh, You make plans, but they don't always come true uh, or they don't always become a reality. Sometimes it's about being more determined and part of growing up is becoming more determined and seeing your goals the whole way through. That's something I've definitely not been good at in the past and I take, you know, full responsibility for that as, again, someone who was growing, but, well... Hey, we all got to change sometimes, so why wait? If you can improve yourself and if you're not trying, you'll never know if you can, so start trying. So um, we're going to talk about 5G wireless. We're going to talk... Oh, yeah, I already said the topics. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. All right. Ah, Like I said, long week. So when it comes to 5G wireless signals, the reason I wanted to get this topic on the podcast is because number one it's interesting i mean 
if for nothing other than saying that our technology is growing and I think a lot of people don't realize this, but in other countries they have higher than 5G capabilities, but also what people fail to realize or underestimate the U.S. in is that in most other countries it's smaller area of land. So you don't have to cover as much area with your cellular network with the U.S., Cell phone carriers have to decide that there's going to be some points where they can't cover with their coverage, and in doing so, they have a lot more to worry about and a lot less to work with when it comes to the areas they need to cover. I think the point is is that they're two different cases, so to try and compare them is not like it's not a fair comparison. But the reason I brought it up in the first place was because. We're starting to see a lot of people uh, get, I don't know if I would call it radiation poisoning, but we're hearing about cases of cancer going up, cases of, uh, I think it was corroderary heart disease. There's there's different health effects uh, from this 5G wireless uh, technology, and that's because even now with our current network, which is 4G here in the U.S. for the most part, we're already seeing negative health effects. And that's something that as a person who does care about other people, um, I worry about that. And I think that if you're not, if you're not caring about your other citizen, I mean, obviously I care about it in somewhat of a passive way. I make jokes online about how if we didn't have Facebook and Twitter, a lot of people wouldn't be activists, but I'm, I'm uh, guilty of that. (laughs) I mean, I'm not much of an activist outside the fact that I don't give my money to certain corporations that I disagree with. I uh, am an activist with my dollar more than anything, but I'm also a huge activist online. And there's nothing wrong with that. I encourage everyone to be an activist online. But if you feel strongly about something, try to make something happen more for it, I think is is, uh, the message I'm trying to get across. With 5G, the reason I'm talking about it is because, like I said, people's uh, health is being affected by this. And it makes me wonder if maybe we shouldn't have done this because 4G is okay. I understand that we need to grow and we need to make it better. Uh, Technology doesn't stop and neither does our society or the progress of it. But it's one it's. Should we take a step back and look at what we're doing? It is kind of like uh, the atom bomb. Should it have really been created? I am actually of the opinion that it should have, just so that everyone knows. But it doesn't change the fact that the atom bomb killed a bunch of people. It was uh, a terrible thing to create, but it served its purpose. It uh, ended a war that would have had claimed millions at least one hundreds of thousands more lives and it had atomic bombs not been dropped i think we've talked about fire bombs here in the past and everyone knows uh, if you've listened in previous episodes everyone knows that before the atomic bomb was dropped the u.s was dropping fire bombs on japan and that was just as dangerous and deadly as any atomic bomb in certain other in other ways. Not quite as deadly, I would say, maybe, but <clears throat> still very dangerous. And Japan was made of wood at that whole time. Every house and shop was all constructed of wood. So while it wasn't as uh, massive as 
deadly with it wasn't as a massive it it didn't have a massive effect on an area quite as big as an atomic bomb it still did as much damage and made probably as much people suffer as an uh, as the atomic bombs dropped did with 5g i don't think there's any stopping it but i do think we should start doing more safety tests from it and maybe seeing what's the effects because if you put that around houses you really have to worry about the people there being affected and even industrial areas if someone puts a cell tower with a 5g transformer in an industrial area and you have people there 10 hours a day for four you know well all days of the week if you're not looking at personal people's lives um they're going to be affected by that most certainly but also we already have radiation. We're being affected by it all the time. I don't know if we're all going to get brain tumors from it, but I could say that people in the past have said that they got brain tumors and they're thinking it might have been cell phones that gave it to them. And in the past, cell phones, there I don't think there was radiation safety regulations or anything on cell phones in the past. I wish I could remember this singer's name. I actually heard about this on the Rogan Experience. It was a country singer, I think. Part of what makes America great is that technology never stops, but part of what makes it so dangerous... Cheryl Crow, that's the singer's name. She said she uh, has a brain tumor, and she think it might have been cell phones i gave it to her because she was always on a cell phone in the 90s making radio calls and doing interviews um but what i was about to say was that part of what makes america great is that nothing stops progress here when it comes to certain avenues like technology or business but we also hurt people in the process but as i've said before it takes eggs to make an omelet uh Every God demands sacrifices. There's so many ways to translate this to people throughout history. But the bottom line is is that nothing gets done without something getting hurt. Like even in this week, I uh, pushed myself hard. I was trying to get two and a half miles in 30 minutes, which to be honest with you is not the best I've ever done, but it's definitely better than I've done in a long time. And in order to do that, I had to push myself and I'm not going to lie today. I'm quite sore. I'm going to rest. Uh, I did achieve my goal by the way, but the point is, is that I'm not going to get that way without doing some self-sacrifice. So push yourself, my friends. Uh, I'm trying to be your friend on this podcast. That's why I call it the pals in your pocket. But part of being your friend is trying to get your ass kicked a little because I think everyone could be doing a little bit better job. Even myself, I could probably be doing something a little better. Uh, I know online I make some jokes about mismanaging money. I have definitely mismanaged money in the past. I think I'm doing a much better job in, well, recent times. But we're all guilty of some kind of... flaws i've said before it is part of what unites us as humans um and i hope that this podcast helps you out with those flaws because while i consider myself a somewhat successful person i achieve goals that i set out to get i am also quite flawed 
And speaking of flaws, let's go on to our next uh, subject, the legal drinking age. I think most people know that the legal drinking age in the mid to early 80s used to be 18. Um, It was changed thanks to certain organizations, one of them being Mothers Against Drunk Driving, MAD, as it's been come to, or as it's known popularly. I personally, I disagree with the drinking age, and that's simply because I think there's a lot of people out there who are 21 and misuse alcohol. There's a lot of people that are older than that and use misuse alcohol. There's a lot of people that are 16 and go to a party and they drink okay and they might get really drunk and throw up the first time and now they learned what alcohol is about and when they get you know they decide to wait and when they get a little older they drink responsibly there's so many cases out there i don't like to speak in absolutes but generally i would say you could probably drink lower the drinking age here in the u.s and it'd be okay i know statistics do prove against that uh According to Mothers Against Drunk Driving, uh, crashes related to alcohol, especially fatalities, have dropped since the legal drinking age rose. So I think it's had an effect, but coming from someone who doesn't drink and drive but uh, has drink and drove in the past and done it successfully, I I, I don't want to say I've done it successfully, you should never drink and drive, okay, that's not, if you're too fucked up to drive, do not drive, don't even chance it, if you are questioning in your mind, am I okay to drive, you probably shouldn't, but drinking and driving is something that I think if you want to engage in drinking alcohol, you're going to have to deal with, and if you work full-time, sometimes you're going to want to drink after work, and you have to deal with the fact that you're going to be a little buzzed and you have to know when to stop because everyone has a different area or a limit as to when that uh, time is. Sometimes it's a half a drink for some people. I'm a lightweight. I can drink like a half a Mike's Harder lemonade and be pretty buzzed. So for me, that's like already a little bit too much to even be thinking about driving, but I could probably be okay. Not to say once again that I drink and drive, but again know thy limits (laughs) know your limits a man's got to know his limitations as Clint Eastwood said on uh the on Sparta or the Battle of Thermopylae I think the movie was called I've had my uh beef with Matt in the past not to say that I've like openly like said anything against them or protested against them but I've disagreed with them but I think they've done our society some good and I guess we can agree to disagree. That's what it comes down to. The third thing I want to get to talking about on this podcast, episode 18, one of us very special episodes. In fact, you know what, real quick, let's talk about that before we get into the the, uh, topic. When it comes to 18, I've said before that 18 is, quote unquote, and we'll knock on wood, keep everything good the devil's number and the reason I say that is because if you take three of the number six see how I'm not actually saying this the numbers it's for all you Christian listeners and well all you do-gooders out there which I love I thank you for listening anyway you take three of that number that I said it adds up to 18 so in some ways if you're someone who studies demonology or likes to test things out and report back to people 
who might be interested in that sort of thing, this episode happens to be particularly special because it's of that number. Doesn't mean that I'm going to go freaking drop some blood on a symbol that represents Satan or something, okay? <laughs> Just, it's a, it's a funny little thing that makes it uh, a little more special. It's like Tenacious D. If you've ever seen that movie Tenacious D in the Pick of Destiny, they fought the devil in that by playing the guitar. I mean, that's pretty badass. And it's rock and roll. Like, rock and roll is all about, like, the devil and stuff. It's not necessarily that the musicians are baby-killing, blood-sucking, fucking disgusting weirdos. But it's just, yeah, it's a little more cool. It's a little scary, and it makes it a little more fun. I had a really good, interesting conversation with a coworker today, uh, Elodia, and... Uh, it's interesting, by the way, that some of the people I get along with, uh, she's actually an older woman and she just, you know, she works hard like anyone else and I appreciate her. And we had a discussion about just music and like things going on in Mexico and the death cults there. Uh, I l recently listened to uh, a Rogan podcast with Don, or I think it's Dan Caldron was the podcast. Either way. He talks about the death cults in Mexico and how uh, in some ways the cops destroy the altars and that's religious persecution. Uh, but that's, I think what religion is all about is that if you're going to worship a certain side, you have to be prepared for the other side to want to do you harm or try and eradicate you. And I don't mean that necessarily Christians are inquisitors or uh going out there like they did in the crusades killing muslim people or that satanic people are going out there looking for victims to do a ritual on and drink the blood of them but i'm trying to say that you all have disagreements i have disagreements with certain people and we discuss them sometimes and most of the time we don't we know where we stand on things and that's how life gets along it takes many people to row a boat of any sort of significant size no one man can row a boat that is actually going to carry anything that's going to help a village of people. So when you're trying to row this boat through this life, merrily, 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 life is but a dream, all that good stuff. Remember that it's important to lend a hand to other people who are rowing their boat because they might want to they might want to help a bunch of people. And just by lending that hand, you help hundreds, maybe even just tens of lives. And wouldn't that be worth it? Anyway, enough philosophizing and telling you what's uh, good and what's not. Oh, real quick, though. The conversation we had was that scary movies, while they're scary, do make things fun. Uh, there's a movie coming out, The Yorona. I think it is actually out. Uh, that's an old Mexican ghost story about a woman who lost her children and supposedly you can still hear her today. Part of what makes that scary and what makes the movie more fun to see is that there might be some truth to it because... As we've discussed here on the podcast, there's supernatural stuff going out there for real. Now, it's not happening all the time, uh, somewhat thankfully, by the way, <laughs> but it does happen. Um, yeah, believe in what you know to be true. And if you've never had a supernatural experience and you want to know if that's real, then go and seek that out. I mean, do it passively. It's not something you have to dedicate your life to. But if you do want to dedicate your life something, or if you do want to dedicate your life to something one thing that would be nice to dedicate it to is music i looked up 
the Pythagorean theorem of music, which is that played under certain harmonies and certain mathematical ratios, music actually has an effect on us emotionally and, um, <clears throat> excuse me, um, consciously. Uh, people join this cult of Pythagoras, and Pythagoras himself is a pretty mystical character. No one knows exactly who he was. No one knows um, where he went or where he came from, I think. But he loved math. Like, he was all about math. His life was just dedicated to math. And he had a whole cult based on his teachings. And these people dedicated themselves to learning more about music. And they learned certain mathematical equations to that. Or to this day, we use in everyday life. And wouldn't wouldn't be as well off as uh, we are without these sort of cults that did this. Which is... Strange to believe because we think of cults as a bad thing. I know in a recent podcast we talked about communes and cults. Cults can be a good thing. I, to this day, don't know of a good cult. Uh, not currently. Uh, but that's not to say that they don't exist. I'm sure there is some out there, but probably part of the reason they're a good cult is because for the most part they stay hidden. I'm not sure that all cults should stay hidden, but... Maybe we should try and uh, heal that word, you know? Cult doesn't have to mean so bad stuff like Kool-Aid and poison and death. It can be good things. It helps a lot of people in certain ways. I know some people don't want to hear this, but Christianity is a cult. By a lot of the definitions, it is a cult. But if that makes you a better person and you're helping the world and you're making more people better people, fucking rock on with your cult self, yo wouldn't expect anything different and once again we've said before this is all about positive squad if you can't make the world a better place then i think maybe you might be sick that's part of what i believe mental illness and possession and all that like nonsense or not necessarily i say that word facetiously i don't mean nonsense uh what all that talk and what all that teachings are about is when you're in a bad place in your life and you're starting to take away from the world, you oftentimes will find yourself mentally in a bad place. And I know for myself, like I'm bipolar, I certainly go on tirades. Like on Facebook, sometimes I say some things that later on after I smoke or, you know, after I just calm down and unwind, I'm like, hmm, probably could have said that a little better. <laughs> You know, it, that's part of being human. And uh, if you've been hurt by something I said online, I apologize. I do sometimes say things facetiously or in a bit of a troll way to try and get a response out of people. And once again, I just wanted to say, I'm sorry if I hurt you. <laughs> but I think we've all been there. And it's no hard feelings if you've ever heard me uh, my feelings online, which has happened a couple times, by the way. Yeah. There you go. You guys wanted me to be vulnerable and real? I've been hurt by some of the things people said online. We all be human out here. So with the Pythagorean theory on music, <laughs> according to it, uh, certain harmonics can be played to make people have certain emotions or feelings. I think we've already incorporated this into our music, whether we know it or not, just even by being influenced by bands from the 80s or the 90s, even the 70s and 60s. I think Led Zeppelin uh, used a lot of these harm harmonies in the guitar riffs. Uh, Robert Plant, I think, 
I think that was the guitar player. Oof, I know a lot of people are like, wow, Thomas, really? You didn't know who the guitar player was right off your head? I actually love Led Zeppelin, but Rusty. Anyway, the point is, is that it's kind of interesting to think that music does. Ah, okay. Robert Plant is the lead singer. Jimmy Page, that's the guitarist. I always get it mixed up. (laughs) Anyway, Jimmy Page was a well-known Satanist uh, for some time in his life. He attended the Church of Anton LaVey, who's the modern founder of the Church of uh, of Satanism. And uh, I don't want to say that if you listen to Led Zeppelin, you're a Satanist because of this. I want to say that we know through the Bible and other teachings that demons, just like angels and even God himself, do have certain powers. They're much more limited. And that's why they uh, say you should stray away from, you know, engaging with them. But as somebody, once again, who studied it and looked into it, it's just a name for something that is out there in the world. I mean, it's not to say I don't pray to God or like give praise to God, but if you can gain something like, okay, let's simplify this. I'm rambling here. If I'm a DJ, if I'm a guitar player, a lead singer, and I create music, I produce a certain sort of entertainment, and I know that playing this riff is going to make my music better and make people feel happy, I would play that riff, or I would put that in my song. Why wouldn't you? It seems like one more tool in your toolbox that you could use to make your stuff better. So yeah, once again, main message here on this podcast is make stuff better, including yourself. So keep tuning in. I hope you do. Uh, We learn a lot on this podcast. I feel like even for myself, I sometimes am surprised at how much information I'm able to get out and in the concise way that I put it out because I don't script this. This is just stuff that I feel like I would want to hear and listen to while I had the time to do it. If you want to watch uh, or learn more about the uh, Pythagorean theory on music, there's a lot of good YouTube videos out there. I do have a playlist now on my Thomas Skywalker page for YouTube called uh, PIYP Topics. I will make it public. Uh, recently, I had I had it unlisted because I wasn't sure if I wanted to release that to everyone, but power to the people right information to them uh sometimes i come off very negative and i think part of that is some of the ways that i've learned to survive in this life because of the challenges that i've had to face but in some ways we all have little quirks and kinks that make us who we are and as they say in wabi sabi it's your imperfections that make you perfect so Learn to capitalize and maximize the benefits that come from your imperfections and reduce the harm that comes from your imperfections. Speaking of perfections, let's talk about computers. And I really want to get into this. I'm going to tie it into the 5G wireless signals in a really uh, esoteric way. I know people love tuning into this podcast to hear about that. Well, here's a great subject and some truth bombs. Bomb, bomb, bomba drop. (laughs) So let's talk about computers. Computers are one of the most advanced, interesting technologies and creations made by human hands or and or human minds. And that's because they're able to do things we as humans could not do on levels that we weren't, I think, quite prepared for. When the computer technology first got out to the common public, it was something that most people didn't uh, latch onto. 
for about 20 years. In the 80s, it was sort of a geek thing. In the 90s, it was a real geek thing. In fact, there's movies like Revenge of the Nerds that talk about like how geeks, you know, use their intellect and overcome bullies in schools. And that's how it used to be. <laughs> I mean, obviously, that's a funny movie that like Ace Ventura or something is a little more animated and silly than it is in real life. But there is some truth to that. Uh, the reason it's funny and the reason it's interesting is because it's funny or sorry, because it's true. It's funny because it's true. Anyway, with computers, they're putting them now in robots and the robots themselves. See, we're, it's weird how we have robots already. Like a computer is a robot. It's just the brain of a robot. It's not anything else. And now we as a society and a species are starting to see this new uh, race of beings. I don't know how else to put it. <laughs> We have never seen stuff like this. I mean, you look at the DARPA videos of robots that are opening doors, getting knocked over, but getting back up. I mean, it's coming slowly, but surely we're coming into a weird time here in about 10, 20 years. It's going to be, it's going to be different. It's going to be new. And it's, uh, well, it makes me ponder. It causes me to wonder what it's going to be like because we as humans haven't quite caught up evolution or evolution we haven't quite caught up in adaptation with the way current things are i think we're still kind of stuck to the way things were about 20 or 30 years ago i do believe some of us have moved on faster than others and i think part of that is all about the journey of enlightenment everybody's on their own spiritual journey regardless of whether you believe or not in evolution even if you're a total christian who doesn't accept the theory of evolution everyone's on their own spiritual journey and some people are not quite caught up to you some people took a different road but they might be at the same mark as you there's so many different ways to walk this earth so i hope that you're enjoying the way you walk on this earth and if you're going through a rough time like i've described i'm kind of going through in certain ways in my own life currently i hope that you continue on uh when i have really rough times i tell myself relax breathe continue if you can do that if you can take a moment relax take a breath or two even a few and then just keep going you can get through it you'll be all right We oftentimes judge people for what they do in this life. We say, you got to have done something with your life. You got to make something of yourself. You got to create things that endure. And I believe in these ideals, by the way. I'm not trying to downplay them or say they're untrue. But I'm trying to say that maybe we as a species should think more about what we don't do than what we actually do. Because oftentimes, just because you can do it doesn't mean you should. And to show restraint is actually a sign of intelligence. It's a sign of power. As the Tao Te Ching says, He who conquers others is mighty, but he who conquers himself is mightier still. What that means is, if you have power over other people, you might have great power and you are mighty in that way, but ultimately even a child could command others. We've all heard stories of child kings in the past that fucked it up, and if you've never heard a story about it, check out Game of Thrones and look at Jeffrey. Awful story of a child king. I mean, not to say they were all like that. There are successful ones, I think. Not that any of them come to mind right away. But the point is, is that showing restraint and showing that even though you can make others suffer or hurt someone doesn't mean you should and if you have to make others suffer if you are going to crush a bug 
be prepared to do that. I'm not to say that hurting a fly is going to come back on you karmically and you're going to pay for it, so don't ever kill a fly, but all life is precious. That's what a lot of uh, philosophy and religions, any sort of teachings when it comes to the sacred, the divine, the great picture, the forest, instead of looking at it for the trees, you look at it for the whole picture, all life is precious. And when it comes to precious life, we have to think about the fact that people like Elon Musk, who's in his own way a pure genius, we've talked about some business genius on this podcast, let's talk about Elon Musk, who is an actual genius creating different technologies that one day will probably be more common than the technologies we use today and it probably won't be the so distant future he said things like we're summoning a demon now people took that out of context i believe i think what he meant was what people knew traditionally as demons that is what we're getting and what that means is if you plug a computer into an electrical socket if you turn it on and write the right things to it just like summoning a demon in a circle it will give you things. It will give you information. It will print out things for you. It will make help you create your own art. It will help you put out your message. It will help you connect with others. So many different things it could do. And in that way, it is sort of like what even the biblical traditions teach of demons. But that doesn't mean that it's something that you need to fear and is going to demand child sacrifices. Okay? <laughs> so relax. Breathe. Continue. Life ain't so scary when we don't make it that way. <laughs> anyway, love y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Remember that 5G wireless computers, they might be somewhat like demons, but doesn't mean you should be scared of it. And uh, maybe, you know, take care of yourself. Make yourself safe. If you know a 5G transformer is coming in, maybe start looking up what you should do to help defend your house and the people you know or what vitamins you should take i've heard if you take certain types of vitamins it can help against radiation poisoning so always something you can do as people have said in the past there is no obstacle or what is it there there is no roadblocks only challenges something like that there is nothing that can stop you if you really want something um and if anyone from the local arizona scene happens to be listening I hope that I've smoothed everything over like I've done some bad things in the past, said some things to people online in real life and otherwise that I shouldn't have done, but I've said sorry. I feel like I should be forgiven and I forgive anyone that feels like they've done me wrong or wants me to say that first. I don't feel like there's anybody I need to forgive. I feel like everybody's been pretty good to me. Uh, for the most part, I mean, sometimes y'all piss me off, but <laughs> I don't know if I could say anybody in this life hasn't done that at least once. So anyway, tune in for more pals in your pocket podcast. Uh, hit me up if you want to talk or have an idea for a podcast or would like to be on one to discuss a certain topic. I tell people, come on if there's a certain subject you like, because then it makes it more interesting and People want to hear people who know and are passionate about the stuff that they're going to talk about. Nobody just wants to hear something because that happens to be what they were told to talk about that day. I mean, I'm going to do that sometimes, I'm sure, with some of the guests. So don't be nervous if you're not fully prepared. It's okay. 
Remember that you're one of the pals. You're in the pal. You're in people's pockets, chatting their ears off, letting them know that life's gonna be okay. Like think about my podcast, everything I've talked about, and then think about how it all comes back to being positive, making yourself better, making life better, reaching out to each other. I've been really negative to people sometimes, and once again, I want to say I'm sorry for being that. Reach out again. I won't be that way. And if I am, call me out on it, and I'm pretty sure I'll chill out. Unless you're certain people. There are certain there are certain people who I'm pretty sure they know who they are. I've already, I made it pretty clear. <laughs> made it pretty clear with certain people you need to move on. But anyway, I'm rambling once again. Just wanted to let everyone know that there is no hard feelings in my world. Uh, if there is any hate in my heart, I'm using it to fuel myself to make myself better. So turn the, po- turn the negative into positive. Once I, like I said before, reach out to me at THC High Five, Thomas Skywalker, Thomas Sutherland. Peace.